Welcome back to the SC Halfback Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Namofsky. Welcome to another off-season pod. Today, doing some research, obviously got the new series of overall ranks, just giving the last six seasons of the Supercoach Guns to look at where they are heading into next year, what their past performances is, looking at the big board, redoing for the positions every fortnight that was come out, along with our weekly big board. And one player stuck out to me. One player stood out when we first started doing the big board at the start of the offseason. He was number 11. On the new version, he's going to go to number four. That's the name Dylan Brown. So Dylan Brown, for me, is moved into the top four. I want to talk about it. Obviously, we're going to keep changing and moving through this offseason. But right now, you could say that the crush is there. Uh, and I really think he is in for quite a phenomenal season. Um, let's talk about his current form right now. Obviously, two games with the Kiwis. Uh, first game against Samoa, 22 runs for just under 200 metres. I love his post-contact metres, 61. Against the Kiwis, obviously, well beat, but 14 runs for 104 metres, 40 post-contact metres. This is a guy that's going to be able to get to his spots on the field. He'll take his runs, and he'll be able to make sure that he still powers through. Only played the 17 games this year. Obviously, averaged a 76. Um, you know, he's someone that is just going to be really... The reason why I think he goes number four now is just that that premier position of 5'8", where, you know, Munster has been that for the last couple of years. Obviously, that draft, average draft position, always around three to five. To me, it's now Dylan Brown moves into that spot. If you want to get a 5'8", nice and early, an attacking one, that's where you're going. He obviously had 56 overall rank at this season with less games. Uh, 2022, he was the fourth overall player with a 74 average. 2021, uh, obviously, that's before he did when he's on big, his big attacking burst. He was 124th overall. But the season before that, uh, 63 average for a 68th overall. So this is a guy that since he's come into first grade, he's had one okay year. Uh, and the rest, he's been really performing, especially these last two years where uh, he's really taken his game to the next level. I think he is going to be the lead playmaker in this team. Uh, you look at someone like a Mitch Moses. Uh, I've got his finishes overall uh, right here. So his last six, 2018, 150th, 2019, 13th, uh, 2020, 93rd, 2021, 76th, 2022, 13th, and last year, 60th. So again, has never cracked the top 10. He's got two 13-place finishes. Dylan Brown had a fourth last year and would have been on pace this year if he didn't get the suspension. So... He's someone who's going to be able to really get into a position where he's going to be able to make a lot of plays. He's someone who um, doesn't rely on the tackle break. Um, you know, you look at the two games that he has played uh, so far in the tournament. He's only got three, and that was both in that Samoa match. Um, his tackling is obviously one of his great things. He had uh, 22 makes for one miss uh, against Samoa. And then in the Australian match, where again, they got pretty well handily beat, uh, 19 tackles, one miss. So he's someone who negative stats don't really follow him around. Um, he's got one of the best short-king games in the comp. So you know those little chips across the field or little grubbers in through um, are going to be on. He's just someone who, for me, is just going to just feel safe drafting him. Um, you look at 5-8 as an overall position, like I said, the gap for me now between him and Munster, who I've got a second, is just crazy. Um, if you're not going to get one of the top three in uh, Brown, Munster, and Walker, 
call it a 3.5 you want to throw Joey Manu in there but you know once you kind of get past the next lot up from five to seven of AJ, Mam, and Brooks now you're into eight, nine, ten Burton, Campbell, Dearden, Lua Cleary to get to 12 and now you're in a Jack White and Braden Trindle, Jason Sullivan, Kyle Fagan, Luke Metcalf, Kieran Four, and Cody Nicarima and Jogger Cogger. So for me, I look at this big board now and I say, okay, the two halves going one, two. I don't care what happens. Um, you know, Tommy is um, a comp winner, no doubt about that, but you can't not go for the safetyness of a Cleary Hines. Um, I do have Turbo at three. I think he is the next back shout there. But I've got Dylan Brown right at four, and that's ahead of now Walsh, Ponga, and Tino. Um, he's definitely moved into that range. And I just think the position scarcity of 5'8 is just going to lend itself to being, you know what, in the big board, you kind of look at just the players overall and how they're going to perform. One is going to perform really well. I think he's going to take a big leap again this year. He's taken leaps every single season in the NRL, especially from a super coach perspective. And... To me, if you're the fourth pick, I could even go third, to be honest. If you're not really keen on Turbo, you look at it, Walsh had one season, I want to see it again. Kellen Ponga, one hit knock away. Latrell Mitchell, really unsure. Scott Drinkwater, you know, ups and downs. Sean Johnson, another year older. Tesco, another year older. Really the safest play, if you are going clear in Hines, the safest play in the draft is to go Dylan Brown, number three. Uh, he is a captain on most weeks. He's a vice captain every week. Uh, it doesn't matter who he plays. He has a really, really nice floor. Um, you look this season at some of like, we'll go through his uh, tough matchups this year. So he first, uh, the Panthers in round four for a 47. Uh, Brisbane in round eight for a 67. Um, you know, Rabbits, he turned up against the Rabbits. Brisbane in 87, Panthers in 81. Roosters, he had a 50 in 88. So these are teams, Newcastle, who obviously won that run, but 109 against them. He's just someone who has that floor of, okay, um, I'm going to captain Dylan Brown, or I just want a safety, give me a 67, 65 this week. He'll do that for you. So to me, he is the sa- the safest play after the two halves. And for me, right now he's four. I was doing Turbo's numbers, and I'll quickly chuck this in here just to give you some context. So Turbo's last six seasons. Uh, is really eye-opening. So basically, 2019, 141st overall. 2020, 251st overall. 2022, 292 overall. This year, 173rd. Four injury-affected years. Two really healthy years. Uh, You had 2018, he finished third. 2021, he finished first. And it was by one of the record margins we've ever had. So when he's on the field you're going to get the top point scorer. And that's always the the rub if you're drafting Turbo. If you're going to draft him and he stays healthy, you'll probably win your comp. Because if he plays for a full season, he's the top point scorer and you can put the C on him every week, goodbye. Uh, if you draft him and he gets injured, um, look, we're at looking there at an average of about 202nd overall. So you're getting basically a non-factor. So that's, that's the risk we're going turbo. So I can understand a three. You're going, look, just give me Dylan Brown 75 average and I'll be happy with that. Uh, but you've got a guy who can probably go 100, 105 if he's healthy. So right now, the big board in terms of the top five, again, this will be updated um, very, very soon. So Cleary is one, Hines is two, Turbo is three. Dylan Brown moves from ninth to fourth. 
and Reese Walsh is at five. That is the top five right now. So um, it was always kind of the way with the big ball. We're going to kind of move it around where Tino started at five. He's now moved down to seven. There's no way he drops out of the first round, just letting you know that. I don't care who else happens in this thing. If he's healthy, he's going to be um, the first forward off the board. Um, but yeah, just really interesting where you kind of, now you start doing just your overall vibes after the season. Yep, these are the guys I believe in. Now you start like putting it all on big board and yep, these are all the guys that match and these are the best guys on the comp. And they look at position and go, okay, where's the scarcity? Where's the value? And, you know, him. If Cam Munster was getting drafted every single season, averaging about 75 as his ceiling, um, and that's what Dylan Brown's kind of doing on the reg now, uh, it just makes sense that he goes that high. So Dylan Brown, for me, is a top four pick, potentially even top three. Uh, the running game is there. He's got one of the best kicking games close to for a try. And I just think, like I said, I think Mitch Moses is there. But really, I think Dylan Brown has shown you, especially the way Parramatta faded at the end of the season, Dylan Brown is the guy that makes his team run. And I just think that if we get a full season of Dylan Brown, you know, there's no origin, obviously. Parramatta, a super coach, attacking friendly team. He's just someone who realistically can average the most out of the two behind the two halves. So obviously goal kicking and focal points in their attack. So Dylan Brown is the guy for me. And I just think that it's going to get to a point where we kind of look at 5-8 and go, okay, if you, for whatever reason, you still think Munster is the guy or you think South's going to have a receptor in Cody Walker, these five eights are actually going to go pretty high. And I'm going to have to shuffle them around because right now I have got Cam Munster at 22 and I've got Cody Walker at 36. They're going to have to move because as the kind of big ball gets more mature and we get into, you know, where we're going to use it as a draft tool, there's no way that the third premier 5-8 is in our last to the end of the third round it's just not going to happen so at some stage he will move up and some of these other guys will move down but dylan brown is obviously the first one watching i wanted to see these first two games big test obviously in the final you know he's averaging a lot of runs we'll see if that continues we'll see how his tackle efficiency goes but i'm just said i've I've seen enough and like i said this season you saw it. he was obviously on pace for a huge huge season last year he had a huge huge season so Two years in a row, we'll make it a third one now. Normally, that's the way these guys, when you look at these premier guys, when they stay healthy, they put these seasons together in bunches. And to me, it's going to be another top 20 overall finish for a Dylan Brown if you say he's healthy. And if you're drafting that, you're just at third overall, you absolutely take that. That's an absolute win for you. Leave it there, guys. Like I said, go have a look at the SE Hardback on the socials, putting up the posts every day. So obviously, started with Teddy. His overall season points, Dylan Brown will be coming shortly, but got plenty of players there just to kind of give you that little bit of a, just check if if what you're, what you're feeling is, is vibing, you know, is it someone who the last five years have had five average seasons and there's one good season mixed in there? Is it someone who consistently is at the top and maybe had one down year this year? Uh, just kind of gives you a bit of a feel to go, okay, is this a trend or is this a one-off anomaly or is it actually going to be moving forward? is a time to jump off that bus. So I think that's why that really helps me. And like I said, position every fortnight, we'll put those out uh, one day a week. And then every week we've got the mock draft where we'll drop that and make sure that that is there up to date for you guys. So you can keep looking at it throughout the off season as we get closer and closer and some more podcasts fire up. You can obviously bounce that off, but yeah, we're really getting into preseason basically starts, I think in a week after this, uh, after this tournament finishes, we're already about to be November tomorrow. And then all of a sudden, 
you're in December, January, and now we're in a full tilt for preseason footy coming up into the draft. So be back every second day with a new bit of content. So thanks for listening, guys. Have a great day. Hear from you soon. Cheers.